0: This is the Neds NRL Punting Podcast with Jarrell Yao Yee, Jared Timms, and Ryan Cook. G'day, punters. Welcome to episode 24 of the Neds NRL Punting Podcast. It's been another huge week in the world of rugby league. We're yes. here to talk about all of it. i are going to preview the week ahead, of course. We're going to continue our hunt for a winning multi as well. My name's Jared Timms. With me, 63 NRL games. And they all belong to Gerald Yeo Yee.
1: 63 of the best for the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, thanks for having me again, gentlemen. I mean, really don't have a choice. I'm here every week. So it's good to be back.
0: Also with us, as he is each and every week, it's Ned Stats and numbers savant, Ryan Cook. <sighs> thanks, Big Horse. It's good to be here, boys.
2: Uh, yeah, Le- looking forward to getting stuck into some more footy talk. Let's do it.
0: Get Big Horse off the ground. There's yeah. only a few <laughs> weeks where left at the end of the season. <laughs> week one next year. Uh, well, we were going to continue our search for Chris Gary's replacement with another new host this week. Unfortunately, that person has pulled out almost at the 11th hour, so they don't get this week. They don't get another crack. They're Cut. out of the running for the full-time It's job. only
1: right, though, I yeah. think, that we have the man in the building uh, who, who's taken the spot.
0: Absolutely. Well, I mean, he, he's certainly strengthening his claims. I'm running out of words here. I apologize. <laughs> this early, it's a good start, and uh, that'll do us for the week. Thank you for joining us, Contes. Uh No, it's Oscar Panafex from Rugby League Writers. Welcome back, Oscar.
3: Thank you, boys. That's the longest intro uh, that I've ever
0: listened to. So, thank you for that. <laughs> oh,
3: mate, don't worry. We've had some uh, enjoyable ones
1: over the year. You've uh, yeah, you've dabbled in. In a lot of areas. Apparently
0: I yell <laughs> and I just don't even realise that I'm doing it. No. Voice gets higher and higher. It's a, yeah, excitement. I am, I am a ridiculous The fan. excitement, <laughs> it just gets there.
3: It's just. it's just good to hear some of these nicknames coming in. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, first time I've heard them. But, uh,
0: Oscar, you were supposed to be in PNG at this point. The uh, Hunter's trip pushed back a little bit?
3: Yes. Uh, homecoming has been delayed. Um Due to a range of reasons, but under QRL direction, um, yes, yeah, staying here, mm. at least uh, for this week. Hopefully, uh, we'll take that last game back next weekend how, to finish the season.
0: How many games left in the Q Cup? Just yeah, one. so
3: this weekend and then next weekend. And so any you
0: guys go. looking at a finals berth this year? Uh, no,
3: out of finals connection okay, now, cool. but um, still plenty to work on. So,
0: All right. Well, big week for the Newcastle Knights, guys. Another comfortable mm. loss to the Broncos in round 22. Then the Kaelin Ponga and Kurt Mann incident. Then on Tuesday, the club suspended Bradman Best and Nari Tuala for disciplinary reasons. Jeral, is it time for their long-suffering supporters to light a match and walk away?
1: Yeah, look, (laughs) it's a bad week for Newcastle Knights, isn't it? It's a tough tough week for um, everyone down there and... Uh, look, look, I'll go bypass the Kalen Ponga thing first and I'll go to uh, the Tuala and uh, Bradman Best uh, situation. They probably could have dealt with that in another way. I Look, I think Newcastle this year, I mean, with the Clemens stuff, personally, I would have done that in-house. I wouldn't have made it public. I would have just said, this is the wrong thing to do, uh, fine or in-house fine or extra fitness. And, you know, an apology in front of the players to that trainer. This other stuff, they were six minutes late, mate. I've I've had players be 20 minutes late to a bus before. It's never dealt like this. So I don't know if they're trying to, you know, hurt their own supporters by doing this and they're they're making this public. But I don't think they need to make those things, dispreparatory things public. I don't think they do. They just keep it in-house. And... The Caelan Bonga situation, I mean, I, I suppose we'll we'll understand how that unfolds a little bit more in the coming weeks, but it's not a good look.
0: Absolutely mm. not. Obviously, there is a lot to be done behind the scenes in this club before they find themselves anywhere near a finals berth, an elite club again. How does this begin? Does this begin with Adam O'Brien being sacked in the off-season and starting again?
1: Yeah, I, I want to know how these things begin. The dis... <laughs>
0: I can't, yeah, that that word. Word.
1: I can't even say that word. Can't even say that word this <laughs> afternoon. But I don't understand how this. Start, it's got to start with him, right? Yeah. You know, you've got to. It's got to be the coach that upholds the standards. And uh, I mean, is he under pressure that he's like, look, I'm just going to because I'm under pressure, I'm going to hurt my players more. Like it's it's probably not the right reason to do it. But yeah, at this point in time, it does look like he. I mean, if you give him another preseason at this rate. With no players, do they come out and do the same thing next year? Some people say it's good for a fresh start uh, for a coach, but they just – I haven't seen them improve at all this year. And even with the signing of KP and giving them the captaincy, um, you know, he he was outstanding in origin. There's probably only a couple of games. And I love KP. I want to see KP thrive a little bit more. Um, Is the, the captaincy too much on his shoulders for him to be able to go and do that? I don't know. Maybe they need to reassess that, but they need to get through this situation first with him and Kurt Mann, Kalen Pong and Kurt Mann. And once that's sorted, look, we know in the past we've seen rugby league players be in this situation and get off with a slap on the wrist. Mm-hmm. Um, if they really want to set a precedence, and like I said, I love KP, but if they want to set a precedent, this is the time to do it. I don't know where how it. I don't know where it goes. Is a you know is it a huge huge fine? Because I think that's where it hurts the players the most is in the pocket. So, um, yeah, I don't know if they give him a, a big fine, but internally they probably need to sit down and have a conversation with KP and ask him, do you want to be this guy? Uh, do you feel like you're in the right headspace to be the, the captain of the club?
2: Do you think that this the NRL coming out and saying that they're going to drug test the players, do you hmm. think that's actually going to happen or do you think it's like a PR stunt? I don't know. Because we're never going to really find out if they test positive. True.
1: Well, they it's if, if they do, they've probably got to make it public. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean it's there are in-house drug testing in the rugby league like in-house uh for each club um and for anyone who doesn't know what happens there it's three strikes um I'm pretty sure you you get you you know if you get in, you get caught you get in trouble um there's a I think they go through a process of internally or whatnot but i don't if this has gone through the nRL I think it's i mean through the nRL is that in is that an in-house drug test or is that a an asada situation you know like there's it's not very black and white at the moment so I think you might be you might be right it might just mm. be we've got to go out and say that he's we're drug testing him just to make sure that we're doing something.
2: The other thing I found interesting was the players were drinking and Pong is meant to be injured. Yes. Yeah. So how, and that hasn't been spoken about. Well,
1: no uh, really. I, well what I can gather from in-house stuff and what I'm hearing is he was never told he couldn't have a drink from mm. his head knocks. he was cleared of everything like he was cleared of all what would, was happening with his head knocks? So I don't think he was told, no, you can't go and enjoy the rest of the year and go have a beer with your mates. Yeah. And look, you can't – you shouldn't be putting these things on men anyway like that. I mean, if he has an injury and they tell him not to drink, then that's on him if he gets caught. But I don't think yeah. that that was in that period. But I think the more or the less um, the situation is his team was away that week. Yeah. He probably should have went. He probably should have travelled. He's the captain. He's the
3: captain. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think we seen it earlier in the year. I whether there was a Luke Brooks or um, Jackson Hastings. I think for the West Tigers, Hastings. they paid. They paid for their paid own for way to, yes. to go watch the team. Yeah. So, if you want to set standards and you want to see, and and I mean, like he's a he's a he's a reformed young man. Um, Jackson Hastings is. We know he's come back from the Super League and become a different person, but he's still a young kid. <laughs> KP, you know, he's a leader on the field. Like you've got to have leader qualities off it, and unfortunately, at the moment, he's fallen into this hole. So, I, I've got no doubt that this will be the best thing that happened in his life. Like it'll be a it'll be a blessing in disguise um, until we see the outcome. It's going he's gonna have a few hard roads to get through, but I think this will be the best thing that ever happened to him.
0: Have the Knights signed anyone for twenty twenty three? Adam Elliott. Is that yeah. from the Raiders? Yeah, I think Off that was a package head, deal with that, um with Millie Boyle. With oh. Millie Boyle.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I know Addie really well. He's a good player. I mean, mm. he'll 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 play he, he's a tough footy player, so but other than that no.
0: Okay, good little segue. Didn't mean to do this. Millie Boyle, the NRLW is back this weekend. The standard of this competition has just been going from strength to strength recently. Obviously, the the catch-up season at the beginning of this year was outstanding. It was won by the Sydney Roosters. They beat the Dragons in the final. Uh, This is the final year that we're going to have six teams playing. It expands to ten next year. Now, Oscar, I know you're focusing a lot of your time on the NRLW moving forward. So I'm going to pick your rugby league writer's brain a little bit here. What can we expect from the comp this year?
3: Yeah, really excited um, to have the women's game back. Uh, Followed it earlier in the year. Uh, By no means an expert on the topic, um, particularly because of uh, the amount of new players that are coming into the game. Uh, It can be a little hard to predict what the teams are going to look like or play like this year, but... I've got a bit of an idea and and yeah, just really looking forward to watching and learning this weekend.
0: All right. Well, I thought because there's only six teams, we might go through each club, just a player to watch with each one. Let's start with the Roosters. They won the premiership last time. Who are we keeping an eye on here? Yeah.
3: So the Roosters are looking to go back to back. They've made a couple of signings, not as active as some other clubs in the market, but they picked up Gold Coast Titans player Shania Powers. Mm. Uh, She's an absolute gun. Um, I'll try and, comparisons aren't always the best way to do this but I'll. Um, but for all, anyone who does it for no, intensive watch, purposes, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. I'll, I'll try and come up with an NRL player so Shania reminds me a lot of Jeremiah Nanai mm. uh, right. she's big she's strong she's got good footwork she can throw a pass she can offload um, she scored a try against the Bronx last season where she stepped away around like five or six defenders mm. and scored beside the post so she's really exciting I think they'll use her on, on the left edge inside Isabella Kelly who's another gun yeah I think uh, Powers I like backing back rows to score tries mm. and uh, yeah she's going to be on the watch list this season
0: like nanai is she going to be good for doubles every other week
3: uh
0: we'll wait and see <laughs> <laughs> all right they played the dragons in the final who are we going to keep an eye on from the dragons this season
3: yeah so returning player for the dragons keely davis their hooker she's a really crafty ball playing uh playmaking number nine she set up a lot of tries they've got some big forwards in their pack the dragons Elsie albert uh Papua new guinea international comes to mind Uh, She's also links up really well with Emma Tonegato, their fullback. So, yeah, I like uh, Killy Davis in that number nine jersey for the Dragons.
0: Broncos, the most successful club in NRLW history. Uh, They've lost a few players this season, haven't they? Who are we keeping an eye on?
3: So one new player that they have signed is Jamie Chapman. They got her from the Dragons. She played in the centres or on the wing for St. George last year. Uh, But she'll be playing fullback this season, which I'm really excited about. All the fullbacks in the NRLW are quite small, really fast, agile, light on their feet. Jamie's a bit of a bigger girl, um, really powerful. She's got a good step. She can offload. She's just going to barge straight over the top of you. Uh, so really excited to see how that um, kind of goes against the trend, I guess, with fullbacks. She's a gun player. I'm looking forward to her.
0: The Newcastle Knights have been very aggressive with their signings. Yes, who should we be keeping an eye on there? Some ex Broncos? Uh, well,
3: easily uh, you could <laughs> easily pick Millie Boyle or T- Tamika Upton to watch out for the Knights. Um, but I'm keeping an eye on Caitlin Johnson, who they've got there already. She had a breakout season last year. Uh, she killed it in the Indi- Indigenous versus multi All Stars game at the start of this season. Coming off the back fence, she plays prop. Um, Reminds me of Andrew Fafita back in his prime, Mm. just bumping off tackles, offloading, scoring tries. So aggressive. Yeah, super aggressive. aggressive. Yeah, she she took a um, run off the kickoff, uh, came off the back fence. She got to like the 40-meter line. So, yeah, she's a gun.
0: Okay. Titans.
3: Titans. Um, So for the Titans, sorry, just looking at my notes here, Um, (laughs) Ivania Palite, so she came over to the NRLW last season. She's got a background in rugby sevens. Uh, She could play fullback, but I think they're going to keep her at left centre there. Um, yeah, she's really strong, a bit like Greg Inglis, I guess, in a way. Big, mm. powerful, good step, runs a great line and good hands as well. So, yeah, she's one to watch for the Titans. As teams.
0: I recall prior to last season, there was a bit expected for the Eels. They didn't quite live up to uh, the expectations. Improvement this year? Who are we keeping an eye on?
3: Yeah, I think there will be some improvement. So, Jace um, from Rugby League Riders has tipped me into Gail Broughton. She's uh, an, uh, sorry, a New Zealand international sevens convert as well. She, if you Google her, um, look at her highlights, she's got big Roger Tulvasashek, Ryan Pappenhausen vibes.
0: Don't hate that. Footwork,
3: just like from a standstill and then bang, she's three metres on the inside and, and past the line. So Gail Broughton, she's playing fullback this week. She's gonna score some tries. So yep. get on before the markets catch Beautiful.
0: up. Absolutely outstanding stuff. Have you had much to do with the NRLW, Gerald?
1: Uh look, I've not not a lot, but um, you know, obviously when I was at the Broncos, uh, and, you know, they had that illustrious run of uh, you know, winning grand finals, the vibe around the club was yeah, it was great. I mean, we hadn't won anything for a long time. So <laughs> it was nice yeah. to see the girls bring home some some silverware and uh, they're just so humble as well. The women, uh, you know, that play in the NRLW, um, you know, still a long way to go for them. When it, when you know you talk about uh, expansion, uh, you know, say money uh, as well. It's you know we've got a long way to go, and they know that. And the girls that are in this game right now know that, that they're the stepping stone for the next generation. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm I'm just excited to watch this competition again. Um, I had a few friends who. Who played for the Broncos as uh, as well? Uh, Julia Robinson um, went to went to high school at Ferny Grove, where I went to um, Fernie. Um, so, you know, we got some we got some good genes coming out of that school, and we're, we're pretty close. And obviously, during the week as well, seeing some um, you know some terrible stuff being said to her on mm-hmm. uh, social media about um, you know her physique and uh, who she is, and you know, I just think uh, these people that sit behind their desks and keyboard warriors are you know, they're, they they frauds. Um, you know, and it's, this is, you know, we're only a week away from obviously, um, talking about Paul Green and, you know, and all this type of stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's also. something that we've just really got to nip in the bud. And, you know, I just think if anyone's listening, who's one of those people, just, you know, have a think before, cause there's human beings, you know, reading that type of stuff. Absolutely. Cause she was, she was devastated. I, you know, I had a conversation with her, um, you know, over messaging and, um, you know, she's better now and she's concentrated on the, on the game. And, but yeah, it's, there's no need for it, but I, 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 I like her a lot. She's a tough girl, man. Yeah. She's a tough girl and uh, good finisher, too. Yeah, she plays number five, so she's uh, like yeah.
0: close to the heart. <laughs> yeah, though, yeah, it's <laughs> close to the heart. <laughs> now, Ryan, you've sorted out the futures markets here. Who are we looking at? Who's favourite to win the NRLW?
2: <sighs> no real surprise. The top of the market's the Roosters, $3. And then the mm. Dragons are the two uh, reigning uh, grand finals from last year. They're $3.25. Broncos, bit of value, $5. Had their title run come to an end last year. Dally M winner Ali Briginshaw is back for another year so yeah that's good value Knights 7 bucks, Titans $10 and then you boys have already touched on the Eels you're getting $11 there they got a bit of a chip Mm. on their shoulder after being knocked out of the finals last year
0: Mm. very good I was going to ask you who your tip was but it's the Broncos obviously let's go back to uh, Oscar (laughs) you've done the uh, the sum up here who's going to (laughs) win
3: yeah I think I mean it's only a sixteen competition so yeah It's hard to see how it's going to go. I think Roosters or or, um, the Knights are in for a good shot Surely the
0: Dragons are due, aren't they? They've been the bridesmaids pretty much every year.
3: Yeah, they'll be there or thereabouts. I think it'll be one of those three. Dragons, Roosters or or Knights will win it.
0: All right, looking forward to the NRLW getting underway. Now, the last few – well, this season, I should Mm. say, we've really put the spotlight on some flashy positions, as of course we would. Mm. Uh, Some real flashy players as well, Jarrell. You and I particularly on our Unpopular Opinions videos. Halfbacks. Five eights. who's the most overrated player in the oh, league, yeah, all of that, that sort of gear. <laughs> Going to take advantage of having Oscar here again. Uh, this is the sort of in-depth analysis punters you can expect if you're reading articles at rugbyleagewriters.com. It oh, yeah. <laughs> it's better <laughs> be bloody outstanding here. now. Okay. No, Oscar, there's a, a couple of props that have really taken your eye recently. Yeah, I just noticed watching
3: uh, Penrith storm last week, obviously Penrith missing, Luai, Cleary, Edwards, Taylor May was out as well. Uh, they're also missing James Fisher-Harris, which I don't think got enough uh, coverage. And it got me thinking, particularly while watching Nelson, <coughs> excuse me, Asafa solomona absolutely dominate that forward pack throughout about 65 minutes he spent on the field. Um, really just got me thinking about some big boys, those old dogs, those big enforcers that you mm. um, that have really put their teams on their backs in the past. I think last year, Jared Warrior-Hargreaves was one of those guys when the Roosters were falling all around. He just kept playing. He was playing 80 minutes uh, week to week at some mm. points there during the middle. Um, so, yeah, Jared again this year, just some stats just off the bat. We're that's talking about me here, yeah, not worrying. Yeah, 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 Jared Timms, 24 G'day punters straight off the yeah. bat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big scary boys, continue.
3: <laughs> um, so, Jared last week, stats aren't everything, um, but just as a snapshot, 35 minutes he played, um, 180 metres, two tackle busts and a try uh nelson i said 65 minutes he did spend a bit of time out on the edge but even for for a guy of that size he was filthy when he got brought off and he was filthy when (laughs) he he got hooked as well yeah Yeah, yeah. he wanted to make half time i think (laughs) um so in 65 minutes 130 meters 10 tackle busts 30 tackles wow and just like popping up in weird spots like uh melbourne would shift to the right and get tackled down the center line and you look up and nelson's there at dummy half Throwing it back into Munster, so like his work ethic and his leadership. He would
1: have, he would have had that ticked off on his calendar that game because they mm. got, they got dushed um, yeah. the first one against Penrith, and knowing um, him, uh, myself, I, I knew he would have had that, you know, ready Chip to on go, his yeah, hundred percent. And yeah. I'm sure Craig Bellamy never let him live that, live that other game down because they got bashed through the middle. Yeah. So, yeah, they gave
3: one back. Yeah, good tip. Yeah, well, that explains it then. Uh, and then my boy, being a Rabbitoh fan, watching Tavita Totola have a mm. breakout season this year, 25 years of age, which is pretty much right on when those middle forwards you you know, start, start kicking well, on. Yeah. Uh, so he played 44 minutes last week, 208 meters, 97 Kits. in post contact, uh, 23 tackles, no misses. And he's been doing that all season. So, mm. yeah, loving the work of the big boys as a, you know, uh, <laughs> A fellow big boy. fellow yeah. myself. Yeah. I see a lot of similarities between myself and guys like Nas. So, yeah, good on them.
0: The good thing about this episode in comparison to the last one that you joined us on is that we've got vision this yes. time. So the yeah. punters can see what you've yes. just done sitting at the table there. You. You've got
2: a very rugby league voice of notice too. Very, yeah. Yeah. Someone said that yeah. just before as well. A
0: couple of shots into the throat. <laughs> of yeah. I think yeah. Yeah.
3: Right. Darren Lockyer yeah. right.
2: vibes. <laughs> <Darren Lockheed> yeah. <laughs> back
0: to the props. No love for a Josh Alloy or a uh, 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 Marty Tappau. Hey, fill us in, I'm sure. <laughs> you watch them closely. <laughs> They've been 300 metres backwards the okay. last three weeks. Okay. So, uh, yeah, no, not terrific. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, genuinely, the two scariest blokes in the league, though, Warrior are Reeves. Yes. And I, th- uh, I
3: think so. Yeah,
1: Nelson.
0: yeah. Uh, when you were playing, Gerard, was there any prop like that that you were absolutely terrified of you didn't uh, want to come up against?
1: Not really. I didn't really have to go in the middle well, you too didn't, much. No, uh, It was more when I got a quick play of the ball, so they were on the back foot. Um, but Nigel Plum, I think I've said this before, Nigel Plum, uh, I've only ever been folded like origami once, and
3: he—he <laughs> yeah. he he was good for a
1: shot. Oh man, and I you know I picked him out thinking this old fellow with the headgear well, on. Well, that's him.
0: ridiculous. He's like the best tackler of the games, even yeah. Steve Menzies. And I—I ne- <laughs> got up just remember,
1: and I couldn't breathe. He just got me right in the perfect spot, and I thought to myself, I'll never run it again. Oh, actually, I did play against. Um, Big Petro, um, yeah. you know, against played Petro. against him. Yeah, oh, played, he was at Penrith. Yeah, at yeah, stage, played he played yeah. against Petro. So yeah. uh, that was pretty scary. Uh, he's just a big man, yeah. you know, and you just don't want to be tackled by him. So, um, yeah, there was a lot. But like I said, I, I was lucky enough to stay away from more.
0: <laughs> the Sydney Roosters currently sitting eighth on the ladder. There's probably a case to be made for them being the form team of the comp. Oscar, yeah. what do you think we can put their resurgence down to?
3: Um, so in round se- oh, sorry, round 18, so six weeks ago, uh, two things happened, I think, uh, which were big triggers for their turnaround. Kiri and Walker switched positions. So they moved Walker into the seven jersey and Kiri to five eighths, which I think is where they play their best footy. We might have even talked about it on the we last pod. Yeah, yeah. Kiri hitting short sides, mm-hmm. Walker playing on the ball a lot more. Um, so I really think that's helped the Roosters in their attack. The way it's flowing, it's allowed James Tedesco to get wider of the mm-hmm. ruck as well. We've seen the numbers that he's posting in the last few weeks. No, that'd be freer,
1: like like completely free. I mean, he always is, but
3: having that, having both of them on the
1: ball is making it made it a lot easier for him.
3: And he hasn't had to like go in and try yeah, and create something definitely. one off the ruck because they're mm. doing it already. Yeah, so I think um, that has been a big part of it. And then also Matt Lodge mm.
0: arriving at wow. the Wow, yeah, I wouldn't have that when he yeah, a bit of that.
3: a um, I guess dis- divisive. Uh, character, but yeah, Logie, I think he's come at a really important time for the roosters. It's helped them get through a period another period without Lindsay Collins uh, and Takiaho. He's just a big body. He's mobile, he's got good line speed. The roosters, before he arrived at the club, they ranked seventh in net yardage. so you look at um, how much how many meters they're gaining, minus that uh, minus the meters that they're conceding to the opposing team. So they' were about middle of the pack for yardage, uh, net yardage. Since then, they're by far and away the best team in the club well,
1: by about 70 or 80 metres a game. That's, that's amazing. Yeah,
3: so two big things we noticed. Obviously, there's other stuff going on as well. But, yeah, for me, it was those guys that have... Really See, I think the around. only
1: read the way you beat that is... You, you have to get those big boys laterally moving and that's quick play of the balls. Mm. That's, you know, getting them on the front foot and the Roosters in the last two mm. or three weeks, you know, four weeks, you could even say mm. have not been on the back foot. Mm. They've just been on the front just foot dominating. and that's, that's mostly starting from, you know, their backs as well. Like, you know, we look at Suwali hasn't he come into oh, his own in the last oh, month? Yeah. Like where did, where, I mean, he just come out of nowhere again. He was sort of in his shell and then it just looks like Trent Robertson's given him a rocket and said, mate, you need to start picking up and, yeah, and but, boy has he! Uh, yeah. Boy, he's just dinting the line. He's yeah, yeah he runs
3: like for a guy so skillful. Yeah, he runs so hard, and I
1: think that's the big part of why the Roosters yeah. defensively are really hard to get through at the moment. Because mm. you know when you conserve your energy in the middle, um, it's a lot easier to defend on the edges when you get line speed. So they've been they've been outstanding and. They're going to be... If they, if they they obviously are slipping in the A, but if they finish a little bit higher and they could get a home
2: final, they're going to be hard to beat, yeah. Their for and against is really good. That's too. what I mean. That's what's, That's getting, what's working about, yeah. in favour, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, on Monday, we did discuss the likelihood of them being able to win the competition mm. from eighth. And since then, the punters have had their say. Ryan, mm. what have we got?
2: Oh, look, it's... Not quite as you know. Well, it's not pr- Parramatta. Yeah,
0: like. no, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> they have still called us flogs, but oh, it's yeah. not yeah. Surely, there's
2: some Rabbitohs fans on there to say, "No way!" <laughs> you can normally spot them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Gerard, you said no one's ever won it out of the top five. They've got a good run home, but they can't do it. Mm. Uh, Jared, you said the last two weeks against the Broncos and the Cowboys have been outstanding. Mm. One of the form teams in the comp, and you also said the Broncos and the Eels can't win it, which you've been confirmed. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Justin Shepherd has <laughs> chimed in and said, the dogs won it from seventh. Why do people never acknowledge that? Did they really? I don't. I, I looked it up, that. and they, they won it from six to nineteen ninety five.
0: Right. Okay. Oh, okay.
2: So I think that's what he's a to there. That was there. super League, No.
0: Let's say loophole. That was the ARL. That was ARL. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, Michael Durant has uh, chimed in. He says Ned's never ending dumb shit. Oh,
3: that's a good. That's good. <laughs> You're gonna took him uh, what? A you long were you? time. Twenty three rounds. Yeah. yeah. He was waiting. He's yeah. done Done it. Weeks. Yes. Some of his best <laughs> work. Mm.
2: Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this one, but Cks and Loz has said. Uncle Nick's pockets are thin. Roosters will play finals from eighth, no higher.
0: That's not the first Nick Politis comment we've had this no, year either, actually. No, no.
2: yeah. um, and lastly, Darryl Falvey has said, as much
0: chance as the Sea Eagles.
2: Yeah, okay. Damn. <laughs> That's a dig at Ouch, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, <we're> Getting personal <laughs> drive-by there. Very, very personal.
0: I'm done with it. Let's get on to some betting. The weekend's footy through the eyes of the punters, with all the numbers, trends and odds you need to know. This is The Offload. All right, last week I nearly made my leg of the multi Selwyn Cobbo. Instead, I went for Katoni Staggs, and boy, did the bookies have a laugh at me, and as a result, us as well, fitting Ryan that he is this week's Don't Argue. Bloody idiot, big horse. (laughs) Bloody idiot,
2: mate. Um, So he's come through with his second hat-trick of the year last week in Brisbane's big win over Newcastle, assuring them a final spot just about. Uh, Pretty long wait. Cobbo got up at $10, finding the line twice in the final 10 minutes. How good. The last one was a nice little, you know, kick off um, uh, Adam Reynolds. I think he
1: could have made that look a lot nicer.
0: Yeah.
2: He should have dove.
1: Like, in, in my brain, I was like you, could, like, you could have just made it look
0: pretty. Guessing you were on that, Oscar. Had uh, Cobo for
2: first <laughs> double and a hattie last week. So oh, a happy
0: man. is on you. Yeah. Can you tip me into that next time yeah. rather than the other one you go no <laughs>
2: We might be on again this week, though. So Cobo scored a try against Melbourne back in round 15, and there is definite value about him this week $2.05. Geral, I just wanted to ask you quickly on Tamara Martin. Clearly a big impact last week in his return to the number one jersey. Mm-hmm. The Broncos have only lost twice when he plays there. What do you think his biggest strength is, and what does he bring to the team?
1: Oh, uh, look, I think he does, He's effortless when he plays at fullback. Like I, I mean, that's probably the easiest way to put it. He makes things look easy. He doesn't look like he's, you know, straining a lot of the time. He just looks he's he just looks really calm. And I think with the, you know, the the back five that uh, the Broncos have with a lot of young players in it, it makes it a lot calmer. Um, and as we all know, you know the. You know the Adam Reynolds and Ezra Mans. They look after the big boys and the and, and, the, and the back rowers and um, you know that spine at the back. Um, with Tamari, he looks after the back five. So I just think he just brings a lot of calmness to the Broncos and and how they play their footy.
2: Who were this week's punters' pals? Let's go straight back to the world. Edward Cozzy, a double. He's now scored seven tries in his past four games. If you don't wow. mind, you're getting a dollar ninety four for him against the Dogs last week. Six dollars twenty five to score a double. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ezra Mam was the other one, the name you just mentioned, Jarrell. Worth including this man in your multi again this week because he's been red hot form at the moment. Loves playing at Suncorp. He scored a try in each of Brisbane's last five home games. Wow. And like Cobo, he also found the stripe against Melbourne earlier in the year. $3.50 value wow. uh, this week, anytime.
0: Thanks very much. You got any tips for this week?
2: Yeah, I'm looking at the Cowboys-Warriors game on Friday night. So the last eight games between these two sides have been decided by 1-12. to You guys probably remember that OT thriller earlier mm. in the year. Mm-hmm. Bit of value for the Cows, 1-12 to at $3.75. And Kyle Feltz, who returns to the side this week, he scored in five of his last six games against New Zealand. Mm. Really short, $1.55 any time, but you're getting $3.60 for a double. Moving on, I like Nick Cotrick again. I've tipped him a few times this year. Um, $1.98 against the Knights on Sunday. Really good value again. He's conceded, uh, sorry, Newcastle has conceded a wing and try in 95% of their games this wow. year. And just lastly, I'm going for Nat Butcher anytime versus the West Tigers. Quite weak against the Cowboys last week, but he did find the stripe in the previous two games. The Tigers have given up a try to a second rower in 13 of their 21 games this year.
0: $3.40 there. If you're not first, you're last.
2: Cody Walker. So he scored his second first try of the season at $19 versus Parramatta. Um, And then Hudson Young, he found the line a minute into Sunday's crucial game against the Dragons, $19 there. Also a good any time play as well. He scored in four of Canberra's last five games as a favourite. All right. Any bad beats? I don't know if you were on this one, Gerard. Were you on the Broncos last week? I was. The line was a bad beat. So minus 18 and a half mm. versus Newcastle. They won by only 18 in the end. On the flip side mm. though, if you back the Knights to cover, uh, you do owe
0: Adam Reynolds for missing that last minute conversion. <laughs> <Yeah. there. laughs> I'm guessing now that we're getting closer to the finals, a lot more movement in our futures yeah. markets as well.
2: Yeah, a bit of value about the Panthers now. $1.90 out to $2.10. Are you guys worried about them at all? Obviously, Cleary's going to come back at some point, but...
0: Yeah, no, yeah. I'd, I'd be snapping up the $2.10 yeah. personally. Uh, to, be, to be honest, <laughs> I'm...
1: It's it's hard to come back and have those two play outstanding footy straight away. I mean, they're both professionals, but if they're coming back right on finals footy, we know how much finals footy, you know, ramps up. So I'm hoping they can, you know, when they slip back in that side, they just pick up where they left off. If not, it could be, yeah. It's it, There hasn't been... It hasn't been very like fully convincing the back end of the year of them playing in Penrith. Um, there's been teams who have really pushed the envelope for them, so hopefully they slip back in and play it right.
2: One of those teams was the Storm last week, so they're back in a second second elect favourites, nine dollars into six dollars after mm. knocking off Penrith. The Sharks are still firm at eight dollars. Rabbitohs thirteen dollars into ten. You'll like that one, Oscar. Mm-hmm. Eels 13 out to 21 and the Broncos 21 out to 26, which is a little bit of a surprise. Yeah,
0: Souths are the smoky now, aren't they? Ten dollars. I reckon that's
2: outstanding value. Yeah,
3: if, if not Souths and Roosters, what are they? They'd be. Geez, wouldn't that be a grand
2: again? final?
0: Didn't I say Souths? Ten yeah, dollars. Yeah, yeah, no, but <laughs> yeah, Britain, <laughs> yeah, Britain, yeah. Roosters. Oh, as you well. mean the, as the yeah, final? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah sorry.
2: Uh, the most losses market has also started to get interesting once again. So the Titans are $1.70 back out to $3.50 after thumping Manly last week. Tigers $2.75 back into $1.40. Warriors
0: $7 out to 21 Did we take any bloody good bets? We took a few. So 10K
2: on the Rabbitohs to cover versus Parramatta. (laughs) Congratulations,
0: Oscar. (laughs) It wasn't me. Good on you, mates.
2: Um, 5K on Alex Johnston anytime at $1.70. And then just 7K on the
0: Dragons to cover versus the Raiders, plus seven and a half. This part has actually become my favorite recently, Mad multi. Yeah, I like this too.
2: Yeah, so we took $500 into just over uh,
0: $14,000.
2: Four leg same game multi on Roosters Cowboys last week. Roosters 30 13 plus Matt Lodge anytime. Daniel, what? Yeah. Daniel Tupo anytime yeah. and just the Roosters to win straight up.
0: Oh, 500s quite an investment. That is, Matt Lodge anytime yeah, as well, is isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, good yeah. for them. Julie saluted as well. Finally, don't tell the misso.
2: Seven K on the Eels at two dollars <laughs> twenty versus the Rabbitohs. This one's probably the wow. worst. Fifty K on the Raiders to cover versus St. George. Uh they won by only two that's, points. That's pretty sickening. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Kind of like a 50-50 game. I don't know why you put in fifty. There's no on. way you <laughs> Um and lastly, ten K on the Cowboys, head to head versus the Roosters. Both of those yeah. teams were still fighting for
0: a final spot. I'm that's not vague. sure.
1: I mean, yeah, do not tell the misso.
2: I don't know how not anyone not. backs the Raiders with confidence. No. no at any I'm, point in the
1: season. Well, confidence. I don't know that's confident. That's 50K. Jeez.
0: And um, we've been trying to steer people away from the Eels all season. We have. They don't listen to the Neds NRL punting <laughs> podcast. Just trying to help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, Ryan, as always, thank you very much. Thanks, boys. All right, guys. Early payout is back on round 23 of the NRL. I say back, but it hasn't gone anywhere Didn't. this season. No. If back any team head-to-head. And if your team leads by six points or more at half time. That's right, Gerald. Six, six points, points or more at halftime. You're going to be paid out early right here at Neds. That's juicy. Well, I'm going to start with Ryan. I'm going to go the Sharks
2: against Manly. So the Sharks haven't won on the Northern Beaches since 2008, and this is a pretty important game for
0: them. So they've got to you know, they win this. They probably lock up a top four mm, spot. So. Yeah. Well, from the perspective of a Manly fan, this is definitely the one that yeah. they're going to do it. Gerald, <laughs> next.
1: I've gone the Penny Panthers over the uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs. I think they'll get off to a good start, but I think the Rabbits will chase them down. They're
0: outsiders in the market this week too. They I are $2.30, yeah. Don't hate that at uh, all. Oscar, where are we going?
3: Yeah, Drell and I both chasing value uh, in this segment. I'm going to back the Titans to uh, get an uh, early start on the Dragons. <laughs> Not confident on the uh, end result, but yeah, I think they might be able to put on a couple of points early.
0: All right, punters, early payout is available for your first $250 stake. T's and C's apply. They're available on the website. Of course, if you're having a bet, what are they doing? Remember to get sponsor me. <laughs> the Neds NRL punting podcast multi alright guys a little bit of time has passed since our last winning multi it's starting to feel a bit like the AFL punting podcast mm. in no which whoa, whoa, I, it doesn't whoa, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey. take that back I'm not down for Chris Gary was actually still on board the last time we had one lob I've nearly forgotten what that bloke looks like so what do you say will we find Ooh. one in round 23
1: let's hope so Jared I'll kick mine off with uh, Scory Oates um, yeah I, I, he hasn't scored against Melbourne I think for a for a minute and I just I've just got this vibe about they're out they are the Broncos bogey team but Suncorp Stadium there's something about Suncorp Stadium and uh in this weekend I just I just got a feeling that uh
3: Scory Oats is going to get over
0: pretty prolific season for Scory Oats as well mm-hmm. $2.5 anytime try scorer Oscar we're moving on to you
3: uh I'm going to you're not going to like this one Jared <laughs> uh, I'm backing Cronulla 13 plus against Manly uh, whose season looks pretty much done Jake Draboyevich out this week mm. um, and I've been on big on the Sharkies all year so yeah I think they might be able to put him away
0: I don't know if you heard Ryan before though but they haven't won on the Northern Beaches yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> history's made to be broken <laughs> it certainly is and I think that's when it's going to happen like I said doubling
2: down Ryan where are we going oh uh, you're not going to like this one either but I'm going very exotic Beau more. And yes. Time, $3.50 against the Dragons. The Dragons have given up a try uh, to a second row in close to 60% of their games this year. Mm. Um, and I think he had a pretty good week last week. He and did. he scored against them earlier in the year. So there's a bit of logic there.
0: Very good season for Beau Furmore. Don't hate it. Jared, what have you gone? Where, where have I gone, Gerard? Yeah. All right, the final leg if we get to this. <laughs> no, I okay. saw what you blokes were backing, especially Ryan's Beau Furmore, and I thought if it gets to me, I don't want to fall over on something ridiculous. I think the safest head-to-head You're bet weak. this week Is the Raiders. They are the only team outside of the eight that can still make it in there. Realistically, I think they're just going to prove too good. $1.32. Mm-hmm. You want to put 50k on that? Yeah, Jared? <laughs> I don't know. Call me big horse and I might. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gerald Corey Oates, anytime try score at $2.05. Oscar Sharks, 13 plus, $1.95. Rowan, Rowan, wow, wow. Rowan, Ryan, who is this man you speak of? Though <laughs> Furmore, anytime try score at $3.50. Jared Raiders to win $1.32. Put together in a Ned's same game, same game multi no just a multi just a multi you can have same game multis but it's not (laughs) this this one of them $19 I like it I like it a lot all right punters the Neds NRL punting podcast multi is already built for your convenience it's available under NRL round specials at neds.com.au or on the Neds app all right guys it is nearly that time of the week again let's have a final thought and we're going to start with you Ryan Look, we're always
2: looking ahead on this show. I wanted to recap the last month in rugby league because I don't think we've seen anything like it. So we had Origin Game 3, the Tigers being robbed, Manly's Jersey drama, Nathan Cleary tackle, Paps' kneecap, uh, Ricky Stewart, got Gutted Dog, which Love we just it. spoke about yeah. off the wow. show. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, unfortunately, Paul Green last week, the Corey Norman thing that's just come out today, mm. um, the, the drama of the Knights. I don't think we've ever seen a month... In rugby league like this. Yeah, so. when you say it like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. What what you, should, I should I should've laugh laughed, but yeah. I've had conversations with my good friend Corey Norman. <laughs> yeah. And um Is this
0: gonna be tell us your final thought is the conversation you had with Corey Norman. Oh no, it's just a funny one. <laughs> it's it's
1: it's him denying all things, all claims. Um denying. He's denying, yeah, hundred percent. He's got eight games for it. I mean, obviously. <laughs>
0: <it's>, <laughs> We've lost just, drive. I'm
1: just sorry because <laughs> I just know I just know him and it's just funny. It's just really really funny. What an idiot though! Yeah,
0: yeah. absolutely. Incredible. God
1: love him, but yeah.
0: Is that, is that your final thought? Or do you want something? No, nah, my
1: final th- thought is I know this probably this podcast will be finished by then, but the grand final will be sorted by this while well, this goes before this goes out and um we're gonna miss it by not much so come on queensland i mean if the queensland get this good luck getting it back new south wales like i yeah. said it before they're will not get it back for a long long time i feel sorry for, i was feeling sorry for them well how long did we talk about about two weeks ago yeah i do not care anymore like i want queensland to have it for the next 10
0: years realistically do you think queensland are a shout of getting it here i think they are yeah I think
1: I think they did a great job last year. Like, I actually went to it. I thought they put on a great show uh, last year. Um, and just the atmosphere, not, not even just in Suncorp Stadium, but the town. Like, it's a little bit like Origin 3 this year. Mm. They know how to put on a show, Brisbane do. And, you know, Caxton Street is booming. Um, yeah, I, I really hope they get it again. I'll be, you know, I won't be looking for any favours. I'll be buying my tickets again because I think it's, a, it's, it's amazing to have it here
3: at Suncorp again if they do. Oscar, what have you got for us? Yeah, just all eyes on the NRLW for me this weekend. Um, looking forward to figuring out or finding the next superstars. We saw girls like Tem- Emma Tonegado burst onto the scene last year season, which was earlier this year, so yeah looking forward to see who the next one of those might be
0: Just can't wait for that, alright punters, thanks for watching, thanks for listening like, subscribe, leave us a review why not, find us on the socials enjoy the footy this weekend, and if you're having a bet always remember to gamble responsibly Go the Bronx! Thanks for listening to the Neds NRL Punting Podcast, be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review on your favourite platform, and always remember to gamble responsibly